Hi, this is T. It's Joey. And Kwana. Welcome to Views from the Chicks, a music podcast where we discuss music as it pertains to everyday life. Hey, hey, hey. So we are actually officially in a studio. Yay! We in here. Yes. Shout out to Norik FM. So clear. I know. This is so different because we're so used to recording like in our little office space or on Skype. This (laughs) is this is bomb. I'm liking this. This is official. Money moves. Money moves. Yes. (laughs) It's been a minute because the past couple episodes we've been doing interviews. So I think Mm -hmm. this is the first episode we've had in a little bit where we're it's just the three of us. So Mm -hmm. change of pace. Change of pace. So how's everybody been? I mean, I've been working on my summer body. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get perfect timing. Be, you know, beach bar yes. ready. Trying to be suns out, guns out, abs out, ass out. Hey. I've been thinking about working on my summer body. <laughs> Don't of, think. Like, do. like, seriously thinking about it. You guys ever have that moment where, like, it's the night before and you're like, tomorrow's the day, guys. Tomorrow I'm going to get up early. I'm going yes. to do this. And you get up and you're like, I ain't going to do this. <laughs> I completely agree with that. Work has been kicking my ass, like, overdrive. So finding the time to balance working out and um, work has been very difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, But everyone, please bear with me today. I had one of my wisdom tooth um, taken out on Friday. Mm. Uh, It was an emergency removal. So I've been in the bed all week, drugged up. Kind of dragged up right now, so oh. I'm pushing through. <laughs> it's gonna be a good episode. Okay, <laughs> it might be, it might be a little litty, litty, litty. We'll see I don't know what goes. is gonna come out my right. mouth, literally, <laughs> and it might not be a tooth. <laughs> um, my week has been, I guess, taken over by a two and a half year old, but <laughs> she is. Using her potty consistently. Ah, so shout yay. out to Can we get a hand clap? Yes. Hey, go Sienna. So shout out to not having to buy any more diapers, which yes. puts a little bit more money that is in awesome. my pocket. Does she ask you? She's like, Mom, potty. She'll tell me she has to go. Yeah, she'll okay. say, I gotta go. Or she'll go by herself. Really? And then she'll come and get me and say, look. And I'm like, wow. Oh, she wow. just walked up in the bathroom like, look yep. at what I did. She'll be like, look, look. And I'm like, oh my goodness, yay. Oh, that's yes. amazing. So she is with her dad right now at Toys R Us getting a toy. Toys R Us. I know. Oh, they're closing. Do they got a sale going on now? I'm no. sure. No? No. Yeah. You're joking. No. We went to Toys R Us last week. Well, they're going bankrupt, so why would they put anything on sale? <laughs> they're like, give me all the Full coins. Price. Yes. Yeah, we went to Toys Nope. There is no sale <laughs> at all. Yeah, that's crazy. Price. I thought yeah. it would be like a madhouse in there. No, it's full. No, there is a line. Oh, okay. Ain't nobody checking. There is a line. Stop. Don't now do when that. you have Amazon and. I know. Yeah. But the founder of Toys R Us just passed away. I yeah. heard. As soon as they, yeah, yeah, within the, like it was released that they were closing I all the stores. Crazy. Maybe it hurt him so much he just. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, I heard, I read somewhere that people were saying how um they had a feeling that he was on his way out, so they kind of oh. was just like, well, you know what? Let's just let's just done this. Oh, yeah. Well, they done literally done put a nail in the man's coffin Stop. and do it at the same time. That's horrible. They also tried to blame the downfall of Toys R Us to the millennials because millennials mill- are having like, kids. What? Huh? No. But it's not the kids that buy the toys. It's the, the grandparents. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there's still aunts and uncles who go right. to Toys R Us. But, right. Mm-hmm. Think about it because you have places like Amazon. You can do, remember, you can do baby registry at Babies R Us mm-hmm. and Toys R Us. True. Amazon, you can do it at Amazon, mm-hmm. Target. True. You you know. can, they partner with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, well, when you get home, she's going to have a nice living room full right? of toys, probably. Something. Mm-hmm. Something. Well, RIP to Toys R Us. <laughs> congratulations to Sienna. Yeah, Joey, what have you been up to? Yes. Oh, Lord. Working, school, slaving, Ooh. living the American dream. <laughs> what are you working for the man over there? Ugh, the man. Don't Many stop. men. Every Where's We got a cue, um, 50 Cent. Many, Many men. men. I know. <laughs> that was a classic song, too. That was a good one. That was a good song. Yeah. That was a good song. Well, speaking of uh, classic songs and, you know, 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying was like a biopic for him too oh yeah he did have that come out yeah Mm -hmm. so today's episode we're talking about everything biopics and we're talking about music biopics Mm -hmm. specifically yes yes because we know within the last couple years not a resurgence but influx maybe influx of uh, various biopics within the last year three years or so What's been more recent? I know recently we have the, um, the Roxanne, 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 mm-hmm. Roxanne. Netflix. Yeah, it came out on the 23rd. Mm-hmm. I actually got to watch it, but we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, Kwana has something fun up her sleeve. Or- yeah. Boom, boom. So there have been a lot of biopics and biographies out. Um, so I created just five trivia questions to see if you ladies know your biopic info. Mm. Um, what kind of questions? Uh, multiple choice. Oh, okay. So um, the first one is after the TLC oh boy. biopic movie, I think it's TLC The Story, mm-hmm. um, Pebbles, you know, TLC's former manager, was very upset about her portrayal. You know, they portrayed her to be greedy, money hungry. Um, I guess allegedly she just basically stole from them, stole millions of money, uh, millions um, of uh, dollars from them. Um, you know, we all have seen that clip where Left Eye just breaks down the deal that they had and how they can sell millions and millions of records and not right. get any money from it. Yeah. Um, so Pebbles did file a lawsuit against TLC after that movie came out. Mm-hmm. So how much did she sue TLC for? Oh my gosh. Ooh. She was doing her uh, media rounds too. I know she was on Wendy yep. Williams. She was on she Wendy. Was on, she everybody was, gonna know I ain't she happy. Like, yeah. 90 said she was everywhere. Her and her daughter. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, I'm trying to cut that okay. check. Now so, what are the um, options? Uh, A, 15 million. B, 80 million. C, 40 million. Say that one more time. I, I feel like it's not a one. It's not one of the lower numbers. Um, Pebbles sued TLC after the TLC biopic for a fifteen million, B eighty million, C forty million. I say C. I say A. Ten, what was it? Ten million? Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen. Eighty or forty. I mean, go big or go home. <laughs> but how much? Okay, off of what the movie made or just like suing um, them in she, general? She basically state. sued them for like defaming her name. Like basically Defamation. Saying, yeah, like defamation. Basically saying like, you lied against me. I didn't steal from you. Blah, blah, blah. I feel like I read this somewhere. Is it eight? I'm going to say 80. I'm going to say 40. It's 40 million. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's still high. That's still high, yeah. That's a lot of money. That for is defamation. a lot of money. Yeah. But I mean, but the... You know, especially because TLC was involved in the process of this movie, for three people to say, this is how you did us, you did us dirty. Mm-hmm. Really? Like, I'm sure it's true. <laughs> but it's so funny. It's like, oh, you're lying against me. But I'm like, okay, so then produce the receipts that said that they got mm-hmm. their money. And if you can't do that, mm-hmm. 
then you must have taken something. Mm-hmm. Like you I'm know. still broke. So, yes, uh, basically. Where's the coins? Still didn't get the money. <laughs> yes. Crazy. All Everybody's right. always out for some money. Mm. Money hungry. Yeah. World we live in. But Interesting. Anyways. Okay. Moving right along. Okay. Okay. So number two, um, the this one is about the Aaliyah biopic that mm-hmm. was on Lifetime, Aaliyah, the Princess of R&B. Who was one of the executive producers of this movie? A, Christopher Farley, who was the author of that book that the movie was based on, Aaliyah, More Than a Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, C, DMX. No. Oh, sorry, B, Wendy Williams, or C, DMX. What? Wendy. B, Wendy, I'm going to say. Wendy? Why I Wendy? I'm shoot- I don't know. She just seemed like she just... <laughs> She'd be involved in some shit like that. Cause some she was, messy shit. Some messy shit like that. Because she was promoting it and like nobody was bothered. They're yeah. like, girl, bye. The DMX one threw me off. I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you doing it? I can't I even see him be no executive. Well, or... he needs the money. True. I'm yeah. going to say Wendy. I'm sorry. Say Wendy. I'm solid well, the first one sounds too good to be true because he's the author. Then would he, yeah. So That's I'm going to go with you with Wendy. Yes, it was Wendy. Hey. <laughs> Yes, she did. Um, she did sign on to be one of the executive producers after, because um, first it was uh, Zendaya Coleman yeah. who was supposed to play Aaliyah, yeah. and then after all the backlash, she was like, like "Now, yeah, yeah." The she, family, she didn't realize the family wasn't involved in yeah, the process. The family wasn't involved. They weren't happy about mm-hmm. it, and I guess she was like, "You know what? This ain't even worth it." Let Good me just for her back though. Up. She dodged that bullet. Yes, she, she did. <laughs> Yes, she did. <laughs> That's um, funny. I went with Wendy because I'm just like... What's her name? Should have did the same thing. Who? The Nina Simone. Oh, um, yes. We going to get to that. Yes. We yes. going to get to that. <laughs> but like with Wendy, you know, the way that she's always spilling her hot tea, she don't care about the facts. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised that she wouldn't make mm-hmm. sure that she gets the okay go yeah. from family yeah. or people who knew her to make this storyline. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Well, I see people are all into getting their side money. So, of course. Yeah. True. People are no longer just sticking to one business venture. Mm-hmm. They're um, making sure that they are diversifying their investments. Mm-hmm. Even if the investment is like kind of messed up, if the family doesn't care for it, I know. And they couldn't even use Aaliyah's music. Really? No. They were, they were not given clearance to use her music. Which Why is, go forward at that point? Yeah, Why? so basically the the actress, Alexandria Ship, who played Aaliyah, had to record covers of the music in order for the music to actually, actually be in the movie. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, okay, you can't even have the music. The family's not happy about it. All of this yeah. says no. Everyone who's close to her, like Missy and mm-hmm. Tim, like none of them were happy yeah. about it. But, you know, hey, yeah. it's going to make some money. People are going to... Hate watch it, and even yeah. though they hate watch it, it still makes money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if the estate doesn't approve of it, then it's not it's going a no down. Go. It's a no but go. I feel yeah. like for me watching biopics, I feel like I grasp it better or enjoy the movie better once the family and everyone is involved. Yeah, because you get a real, true, it's a reliable source. Yeah, mm-hmm. I prefer a reliable source than a messy source mm-hmm. any day. Yeah, but not surprised true. this was Wendy, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for a check for some okay. people? I guess so. <laughs> I wonder what that check was, too. Mm. Mm. It wasn't a million. <laughs> not enough. Not Probably enough. not. Not enough. Yeah, that was a weak-ass movie. Mm. Well, the third question um, has to do with All Eyes on Me, the Tupac biopic that I think was released about three years ago. Was it three? Already? 
2018. Hmm. Maybe two or three years ago. Maybe two or three. Mm-hmm. Um, Jada Pinkett was also very upset about the portrayal of her and Tupac's relationship. They were very close friends. In the movie, Tupac um, met up with Jada before he left for L.A. and read her a poem that he wrote about her. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jada Pinkett saw the movie, was upset, went on Twitter, started um, just talking about, oh, this movie was very disrespectful toward our relationship. A lot of the things in the movie never happened. Um, so she claims that she that Tupac never read her the poem, and she didn't know it existed until... A, someone mailed it to her after <laughs> Tupac's death. B, the movie was released. Or C, the poem was printed in his book. Oh. Mm. I don't feel like someone. I feel mailed. like I saw that letter before the movie even came out. So I'm yeah, going to eliminate too. B on that. Um, I mean, there's C. I'm going to go with. What you, what you going to do? C. Mm. I'm saying A. What someone mailed it to someone her? Someone mailed it to her because I hmm. I saw it. I remember seeing it before, and I feel like if they know this is too Jada, someone would reach out and right. get it to her before it hits. Hopefully, I don't know. So she did she share it on her own the letter? I don't know, girl. I saw that on the shade room. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I don't okay. know. I'm okay. going with A. I'll go with C just to be. The answer is C. Oh, <laughs> really? He's on a roll. I am. I know my biopic. Interesting. Yes. So the the poem was printed in his book, and that's when she realized that he wrote that poem to her. Mm. But um, in the movie, it shows him bringing it to her and reading it to her, like backstage at a concert or something. Mm. And that's when she was like, "No, that never happened. Um, he never said goodbye to me before he left for L.A. Like all, like you know, she went through a few scenes." And just, you know, disputed what happened. But she did praise the actors and say, like, it's not your fault. It's right. You did mm-hmm. what you were supposed to do. The acting was superb. Like, you did a great job. But she was just upset with how the relationship was portrayed. Yeah. So I, I didn't watch it. I didn't. I, I didn't either. Didn't yeah. I, I really didn't wanted feel... to. I really wanted I to. But then once it came out and this happened, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, never yeah. mind. <laughs> I was talking to um, I was talking to my friends Joe and Bree, and they were just seeing how they both saw it. And they said it was terrible. Really? which was crazy because they did so much promotion for yeah. it before that movie came out it was everywhere and then once it hit the theaters that was it no yeah. one heard anything mm-hmm. and i read it was like i think they said that the guy who played tupac obviously everyone Demetrius spoke about ship jr exactly obviously everyone spoke about it because he looks exactly like yes. him mm-hmm. and they were saying how i think his father was like friends with either tupac or someone that tupac knew so mm-hmm. it was just weird how the opportunity fell in his lap in, in terms of that but hmm. yeah, I was just like, okay, I'm I'm not hearing anything about this movie, so that's where I lost the interest already because mm-hmm. I'm like, no one's talking about it anymore. So it yeah, must not it wasn't be any rave reviews or right. anything. It just kind of fell off. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, okay. Shame. All right. Number four. Uh, so the Michelet movie, <laughs> Surviving Compton, um, came out. Uh, I think maybe a little bit after the Straight Outta Compton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it was like last summer. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. not too long ago. Maybe she was on Monday too. So. Yes, yeah, she mm-hmm. was. And um, of course, she talks about her relationship with Dr. Dre, her relationship with Suge Knight, how she got into music, all that stuff. So Dr. Dre actually threatened legal action against the producer of the movie for his portrayal in the movie. You know, she had a very um, 
alleged abusive relationship with Dr. Dre that was portrayed in the movie. Um, so who was the producer of the movie that Dr. Dre threatened legal action against? A, Sony. B, Warner Brothers. C, Def Jam. I'm going to say Def Jam. <laughs> Wasn't that movie on Lifetime? Um, That's what I'm saying, Def Jam. So, <laughs> yes, yeah. it was. Yes, it was on Lifetime. It was on Lifetime, and if it was Sony or Warner, it might be. No, then we're talking about blockbuster movies, <laughs> Sony, and that's what I'm saying. It. I mean, no disrespect, mm-hmm. but I'm saying Def Jam. Honestly, I'm gonna say Def Jam too. Yeah, actually, a what? Sony. No, Sony. Yeah. Sony let that shit hit in Lifetime. <laughs> How dare you? Well, it must be a subsidiary of yeah. Sony. Well, I don't really know the. I don't really know the Sony Inc. <laughs> yeah, or maybe I don't know if like I'm not too sure the backstory of mm-hmm. how Sony got involved, but apparently after the movie came out, um, yeah, Dr. J. Threatened legal action against Sony. Did he win that? I wonder. I don't even know if it, you know, Mm. if they settled or if it's still ongoing. But yes, he was also very upset about his portrayal in the movie. But what's funny is that in Straight Outta Compton, um, Michelet was never even mentioned. Yeah. That was my, honestly, that was, I mean, because we were, what what was she big back? We were young back then. So I honestly didn't really remember her Mm -hmm. until they started talking about this movie. And then I remember hearing her, how she speaks. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Never even heard about her Yeah. Mm-hmm. until then. I was like, yeah. oh. I think he did that on purpose. I'm sure. Well, a lot, doesn't of, want to remember a lot of people part. were very upset with the movie Straight Outta Compton because I think Dr. J, and he was one of the producers of that too. And mm-hmm. people were saying that they could tell because it the movie colored the, the his story. His story and his, you know relationship to women mm. you know like when he slapped d barnes and all that yeah. stuff. like that was around that time but that never was never brought up mm-hmm. so people were well a lot of women were very upset and were like look like this is his history these are the things he's done mm-hmm. and none of that was put in the movie true i yeah. mean they painted suge knight and yeah, they made Suge Knight is a horrible But they person. took that all off of dre they made yeah. suge knight seem mm-hmm. i mean he ain't the best person but you yeah. know mm-hmm. They yeah, made think, sure they put yeah. that on him. Dr. Dre has this persona that he tries to upkeep, and I think he was trying to keep that with keep the movie. That. And but I mean, and he has like, well, he, well, he hasn't apologized to Mich- to Michelle. Mm-hmm. He denies the claim. Oh, he's still in denial. Yeah, that's horrible. But he did apologize to D Barnes. Mm, but why he, her and not um, the other? Mm-hmm. Messy. Unless there's more receipts. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe someone's threatened him with a lawsuit or they had, yeah. Just like our 40, what's, his, what's the number of this? I don't even want to say president. This man in office. Orange oh. fool. Yeah. yeah. Orange Let's fool. not start. Remember what we always say, he gets no time. No. Oh, no okay. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about his messy ass, his women <laughs> oh, coming nice. out. You can listen to music therapy for all of that. But uh, I just got to say one thing. What? Uh, <laughs> I was in Bill Maher. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? I love it. And him. then one of the ladies are coming on. He has a 60 minute what? special tonight. Oh, Stormy. T- Stormy. Mm. She had, yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> That's nice. And then he was like, yeah, you know, who wants to raw dog Donald Stop it. I know. Disgusting. But he was like, who wants to? He's like, oh, he, um, she's going to be on 60 minutes when she should have really been on 60 seconds. <laughs> 
<laughs> Shady. Yeah, I was dying. I love Bill Moore, but yeah. Anyways, moving on. No more, no more, no more <laughs> president. <laughs> God, I can see 60 seconds. Turn. Maybe 10 seconds? Six seconds. Missy say one minute. None. One? Who wants that? One minute, man. No second. Oh, zero time. Whatever. Ooh. Anyway. Disgusting. Okay. So, <laughs> number <child>. five. <laughs> In the words of B. Scott, shriveled up. <laughs> His golden. Yeah. It was so funny. He was talking to my stepmom. I was like, so did any of them pee on him? No. Did anybody say golden I forgot showers. about that story too. Okay, Crazy. sorry. Keep anyway, going. done. Next. He's so disgusting. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, mm. so the last question. Um, you guys will probably get this because we just finished watching this biopic, Roxanne, Roxanne. Yes. About the battle rapper, Roxanne Shantae. Yeah, um, which is on Netflix right now. It's really good. Right now, uh, I was watching it with the family, and I had to stop because it's not for kids mm. at all. So, um, <laughs> at all. <laughs> to try to get diverse, diverse, you know, here's Mickey Mouse, and you go, know, at that age, they absorb on. everything. Everything, so. yes. She was, you know, she likes to copy what she sees on TV. So, so I have to no, be very she don't need to copy anything that was on there. Very mindful of what's on TV. But the last question is. What DJ recorded the track Roxanne's Revenge that made battle rapper Roxanne Shantae an overnight sensation? A, DJ Mr. Mike. B, DJ Monty Mix. C, DJ Molly Mall. It is C, DJ Molly Mall. I don't have a response because, to be honest, I didn't have time to watch it. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but yes, it is C, DJ Molly Mom. Ow. Mm, yes. I think, do I take the crown on this one? You, you yes. got them all, I think. So, hey, shouts okay. out to you. Um, Yeah, I think T got four. Damn. Yeah, just oh, the. Just, who would have thought? I knew more than I knew. Thought. Yeah. True. Yeah, well, it was a really good, um, really good biopic. I honestly didn't know anything yeah. about Roxanne Shantae. I, I have heard the song. Um, but well, UTFO was the group that did um, Roxanne, Roxanne, and yep. then she did the response. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have heard the music before. And the, yeah. And the name of her response was Roxanne, Roxanne's Revenge. Yeah, mm. Roxanne's Revenge. But I really didn't know anything yeah. about anything. Yeah. And after watching the movie, I was a little disappointed because we did a playlist that was featured mm. in now MCs. And I was True. like, oh my gosh, she should have been, been on there. Yeah. One of the ladies Rock that we had, yeah. How old was she? She started off when she was really young, yeah. Too, right? She was fourteen. Wow, I think she was fourteen when she recorded. Yes, fourteen. That. And her real name is Lolita Shante Gooden. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's but, from New York, right? Yes, New York. Queensbridge. Yes, Damn. and then the movie was executive produced by Pharrell. And Forrest Whitaker. And Forrest? You, yes. No, Forrest out here getting them check wow. and checks. <laughs> surprised to hear that. Check and checks. Yes. He produces a lot of stuff. Yeah. I didn't even know that he produced things. So, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Mm. That's dope. And um, the actress that played her mom. Nia Long. Did a bomb ass job. Oh, okay. Yo, her mom was a mess. A mess. Her mom was a mess. And Roxanne, she had to grow up. I was watching the Breakfast Club interview. Mm -hmm. And she had to, she said she never had an opportunity to be a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was, I could relate a lot with that because I I had to grow up, you know, I guess earlier than most people. So she had to take care of her younger siblings and Mm -hmm. I had to do the same. Mm -hmm. So, and then she got pregnant at like 16. Yeah. At a really young age. So she really never had an opportunity 
to be a kid. And she said that like influenced the reason why she stopped rapping. I think at the age of 23, she stopped rapping mm-hmm. because she just, she she had to get money. And yeah. she wasn't getting money by being a rapper because a lot of men yeah. in the industry at the time were taking just advantage taking the, of her. Taking advantage, I taking the money. It. Yeah. And they wouldn't, she said in, also in the Breakfast interview, Breakfast Club interview, that she said that they wouldn't let other female MCs talk to each other. Cause they you tried know, to keep mm, that. Yeah, they kept we it. We see that today. Yeah, yeah, yeah they keep it do. very separate. Yo, and it's she something. was dropping gems. Yes, that was a good quote. Because they were like, "Well, why do you think that is that that um, the women are are put against each other? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she's your rival, you know?" And she said, "Honestly, it's because that like one lunch with a female, um, like with another female rapper, would change your perspective of your business. Like, if mm-hmm. you're paying like Nicki Minaj." Mm-hmm. Um, $10,000 to do a show. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she gets way more than that. But let's say $10,000 to do a show. And then you got Cardi B here and she's only getting 5000 mm-hmm. right. Let's say they go out and hang out and meet. Yeah. She's going to find out that, oh, I'm getting gypped. Mm-hmm. That's what they're giving you and that's what they're giving me. But I want to challenge it's, it's that crazy. though. Do people really go to lunch and talk about how much they're getting paid for a show? If you're a fellow competitor, do you really want to divulge that information? Um, openly, well, I mean, openly. I mean, I mean if, before, if you're meeting someone to create a relationship, you might share, like, yeah. "Hey, girl, I've been in this game maybe like five years longer than mm-hmm. you. Let me just give you a couple tips." And then you start to talk, and you're like, "Wait, hold on, my yeah. my manager doesn't do that, or I've never seen those kind of checks." Mm-hmm. But I think so. I think also it's easier to put them against each other because that circle is so small already. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's so many male rappers, so it's like even yeah. if you got this one little click that don't get along with that click, who? cares because yeah. there's so many of you right but with the female rappers we can name all the ones who are leading right now probably on one maybe two hands <laughs> yeah. right easily and it's so. it's also disappointing that she gets left out mm. from, i honestly never we, knew yeah, yeah. she I was one knew. of the in the interview they were talking about how everyone always talks about salt and pepper but right. she was before salt, before and, pepper. salt and pepper yeah See, and, we were we were still kind of yeah and salt and pepper yeah we were young so Mm -hmm. i was like man i never really knew like i asked my parents i was like y'all know roxanne shantae they were like yeah we know her and Mm. they were like rapping the music i was like yeah they were like well that was way that was like the 80s that was way 1980s before you Mm -hmm. got you i was like so yeah you know i probably started with um yeah like salt and pepper was probably the first time i saw like Women MCs, yeah, like women rapping. Probably also because she left the game, like you guys said, like at such an early age. Yeah, the longevity and like what she brought to the table probably didn't like, not resonate, but like, I guess it didn't carry over. Exactly, exactly, didn't carry over as it should have. Yeah, but now my father was telling me too. He was like, "Yeah, she she had a lot of skills. Like she Mm. was very good. Yeah, she was like a battle rapper. Mm. And for me, like listening to MCs." I love MCs who could battle rap because that, to me, that's a true MC. Like they're off the dome. It's just a talent that not a lot of people possess. And the fact that she could, she used to charge people like two hundred dollars minimum to battle rap her. Like you want to come battle me? You got two fifty. She set set the bar because she already knew she was going to dominate. Yeah, she she dominated easy money. Yeah. Yeah. And then she grew up in Queens on the mm-hmm. Queens Bridge Projects. Mm-hmm. So and Nas also grew up. Nas grew up okay. too. Mm-hmm. And it, the funny thing is when she recorded the song, she said she was on her way to do laundry. And the producer, Molly Mall, he was like, yo, come up here real quick. And I heard you battle rap. Come up here real quick and spit on this verse real quick. And she just literally went ham for seven mm-hmm. minutes on the track. And then mm-hmm. she was saying that 
that night, she got a call. Somebody's like, girl, you on the radio. And you know, at that time in the house, you only had one yeah. phone. And she's like, you going to wake my mom up. Yeah, she's like, you going to get me in trouble. Stop calling me. So she unhooked the phone off the wall. Yes, 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 oh, yes, wow. yes. So her story is very inspiring. Yeah. And in the interview, they also asked her, why now? Yeah, why? I was just going to ask you guys that. Yeah. yeah, why now? But she was saying because of the w- movement that's happening with women, hmm. she says, why not now? She said the stories can be more receptive now. And the fact that we have so many more female MCs now, I think the younger generation can relate to it and kind of see her humble beginnings. Right. And see, you know, then, you know, she put another person to put in the pot. Be like, okay, yeah. well, she was dominating. She was dominating. And if she had the backing that, say, a Nicki Minaj had or mm-hmm. a Cardi B had, she probably would have been, had so many accolades at this point. And it also gives them, I think it also provides like a different perspective to what female rap is because mm-hmm. like, you know, like we discussed in the Rapalonius episode, um, we were talking about Missy Elliott and her influence and how she wasn't like the sexified person. She was right. just like, I mm-hmm. rap, I'm talent, mm-hmm. I'm talented, see what I see what I can do versus like, you know, not to take away from anything that Nikki or Cardi is presenting, right. but you know, they have a whole team behind them that make them look a certain way mm-hmm. to carry on to that. You know, they have the sex appeal for the guys. Right. And then they also have it for the ladies who may want to look like that. Yeah. And Roxanne so said the so. same thing that she said a lot of record labels didn't want to work with her because of her appearance. She said she had more of a tomboy mm-hmm. look and that she said her hair was, you know, naturally mm. curly. And then so they, the record companies, they were trying to, they found other Roxannes that yes. were like light skinned with pretty hair to yes. imitate her. That's but none crazy. of them could be her. Isn't there a saying like, "Where's the who's the real Roxanne?" Or yeah, something like yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where it comes from. Never knew that. Until yeah, now. see, mm, full circle moment, huh? <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I was watching a documentary. I watched it on YouTube, but I think it originally aired. I want to say maybe BET, VH1, or MTV, all Viacom at the end of the day. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, um, but Missy was on there, and like they had Trina and MC Light and like a bunch of other female rappers, and they were basically talking about speaking to what you guys were just saying how. Um, back in the day, record labels found it very hard to book and um, put on female rappers. And one of the things that they were saying was because for a female rapper, you they, since they want you to have an image, they have mm-hmm. to hire a whole team yeah. for yes. you to, for, to present you a certain kind of way. But to have that the, look. Exactly. With the hair, men, you they, need makeup. Hair, makeup, mm-hmm. nails. Yeah. And that's cost. Yeah. That's cost the labels don't want to do, especially if they don't really want to put mm-hmm. energy into you Wardrobe. anyway. Yeah. With the men, they just come as they are. Mm-hmm. Show me what you got. And right. that's it. So, yeah. I and I like think, that's, mm. and also to a point to that as well, I feel like as Americans, they've become very open with sexuality. Mm-hmm. So now it's not as hard to market someone who is like you know young Ma. She True. she's you know open about her sexuality right. and where she comes from and how she you know she she speaks about it very explicitly in her mm-hmm. music and she has no qualms about it at all. So you're gonna get me. This is. It's going to be raw, and this is what I do, and mm-hmm. you're going to take it. Yeah. So I feel like now we're more open and receptive. But like Young M.A., I think Roxanne would be, you know, Shantae would be a great influence to her. her. I want, mm-hmm. I'm curious to know if, if she is because I could see a lot of Young M.A. in. With the battle mm-hmm. rap. Yeah. And- yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I, it, I mean, honestly, watching the Netflix special was very uh, educational for mm-hmm. me in terms of learning about female MCs because I want to know who else is out there that – I don't know about or we don't get to hear about. They they have a story sure and their life some. behind. Yeah, but they speak about who influenced her to like get in, get started in, it in the biopic. Yes, they did. She used to watch this show. I can't remember the show um, right now. The one on MTV. Yeah, she, Music Box. Yeah, Music Box. She used to watch Music Box and she used to 
In that the same case. as the box from like back in uh, the day? Yeah. yeah. Yo, the box MTV's was box. my yeah. shit. <laughs> I was mad young, but I would watch like my sisters and my brother like always calling in, like mm-hmm. making requests. And I liked it because they had such a, you know, different array of stuff on there. But but yeah, but no, that network was was bomb. So that's that's cool to see that. Yeah, yeah I remember Freestyle Fridays. Yes. yes. That's my favorite right? time on 106 Apart. I know. <laughs> I used to be like, when people used to be like holding people like, back on the chest, like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm about to just go in. Like, yeah. that one used to be my thing. That used to be so exciting. You feel yes. the energy, yeah? Yeah. It made me want to be a rapper. Really? Yes. All right, all right, T.O. Yes. <laughs> yes. What was your rap name back in the day? What would it have oh been? Oh my God. What would it have been if you really pursued that? Y'all don't even want to know. Tell oh. me. It was oh gonna God. be so. Me and my friend, we went into like this rap group. She was gonna, we were gonna be these three. This is new rap <laughs> singers. Yes, I'm trying to be more open. Okay. <laughs> Talk about it. So it was crazy because I was at the time I was obsessed with Little Kim. Mm-hmm. So you know she was Queen B, mm-hmm. and I love the color blue. Okay. And my name starts with the letter T, so I was gonna be Queen Blue T. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. In these streets. I used to have like a little notebook. I used to write down rhymes. Yeah. I was very inspired. This was high school? Middle school and high school. That's yes. so crazy. That that just that just reminds me of something too. In our high school, they would literally have battle rap. Like we had different rap groups in the high school that everyone knew about. Really? And they were friends, but after school, everyone would miss the bus. Everybody take the late bus of course. home, of, of course. course. <laughs> and we would all just huddle in a big ass circle mm-hmm. and people will just rap, battle rap. And there was one girl, she was the only girl that ever challenged the dudes to battle rap. And yes. she got in the middle and the moment she stepped into the circle, everybody was just like, yo, what's about to happen? Like, yeah. what's up? Yeah, she killed it oh. until yeah. Oh, no. She used to wear this little stingy bun, and mm-hmm. the boy just kind of went for her hair. What? And it just kind of went left from there. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. see, just seeing that, I was how, just like, yo, how? <laughs> but like, how fucked up is that? Okay, mm-hmm. she challenged you. He yeah. didn't say nothing about yes. her. She what challenged she delivered, you but. with the rap. Mm-hmm. And instead, because you couldn't challenge her back, mm-hmm. you grab her hair. No, he said something about like, oh yeah, we look like this. See? Like he turned it into the thing, and I'm just like about her looks. About yeah, her about looks her looks versus her. Everything she said had to do with his delivery. But that's what battle yeah. rapping is. You talking about people how they I look? Guess, true, yeah, mama. True. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, but, but either way, she like. Yeah, but it's it, like she as, murdered yeah. him. That's yeah. crazy. I love that. <laughs> there's a, oh, there's actually another movie. Oh my god, on Netflix with what? our girl uh, Azealia Banks. Oh, oh yeah, I how heard. was that? It was so good. Somebody told me it was really so good. So good. Her acting. What's it called? So the name of the movie that Azealia Banks is, is called Love Beats Rhymes. Mm-hmm. And it's also on Netflix. And mm-hmm. she, in that movie, she imitates a battle rapper as well. And mm-hmm. she's dominating her field. So it's so interesting. We have the Roxanne, Roxanne, and then we have... That. Lo- mm-hmm. And then this one, this movie was talking about how poetry... And rap is similar or different, oh, very, and very. Um, it's really, really good. And how her taking a poetry class influenced her her writing skills, mm. and how she, because um, she was just a battle rapper, she didn't really she wrote songs and stuff. But then learning how to you know, learning about poetry really influenced her art and made it came more fluid. And she was able to get a record deal off of that. So it's very mm. inspiring. So there's a lot of movies out there for young women. Ooh, 
who want to come up in the rap game is like, you can do this. Yeah, like, do this it. is, I love this movement that we're in right now. It's nice. very powerful. I so like I'm, I'm here gonna, for it. Shout out Netflix doing the damn thing. I did Netflix hear that doing movie the damn was thing. very good, yeah. Yeah, it's very good. So if you guys get a moment or you have a snow day, hopefully no more snow days. I hope Or not. a summer Friday. <laughs> summer Friday something. <laughs> yes. That's the movie that she fell out with RZA over, right? Yes. yes. And he Crazy. executive produced that. Yep. He executive Crazy. produced. But she can act. Yeah, well, I think she went to... um. I think she went to theater school. Okay. I believe mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I think we were, I think we we're going off for your birthday, like maybe like five years ago. It was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Years ago, but me and Abina, we were in the bookstore mm-hmm. on the way to your birthday dinner and we ran into her. Really? She was oh, in, I remember that. She was in line at Barnes and nice? She was nice. She was in line at Barnes and Nobles. I mm-hmm. think she said she was on the way to her friend's birthday um, oh, baby shower. So sweet. she was trying. She said, she's like, "Shit, I forgot to get a gift." So she went to Barnes and Noble and just picked up whatever kid thing they yeah. had. Oh. So she was in line, and me and Bean are behind. This is the time where we like just got onto like listening to her. Yeah. like that. and she's so, so good. Live she was too. Like, she's amazing. Really, and um. Bean was like, yo, that's Cecilia Banks. I was like, is it? But it was so such like a random spot. Yeah, you never want to like, be that nah, person. That's not her, right? <laughs> And then Bean was just like, fuck it, I'm going to just ask her. And then she's like, oh, <laughs> hey, hey, you, hey, um, wow. I like your music. And then she's like, oh, my God, really? Like, she was cool. Yeah. Wow. She was real cool. So, she I mean. a bad, I don't mm. I think she just been through some shit. Shit. And yeah. maybe doesn't always have the best way of expressing that. But yeah. she's yeah. talented. No, she's very talented. Yeah. She's talented. Broke yeah. with Expensive Taste. That album was like. Yeah. We saw her at Coachella. Was it? Yeah, we saw her. It was Coachella. Yeah, Coachella, her. and then I saw her at Governor's Ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. She did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know any of the songs, mm-hmm. but we were in the front, and we were just partying along yeah. with she's her. A, she's her a Her energy performer. is crazy. The crowd was extremely receptive to her, really? which yeah. I really liked. Even though, like- It wasn't makes, a lot of people. It, it wasn't a lot of people, but she makes, like, very dancey, kind of upbeat stuff, yeah, too. Yeah, so stuff you can yeah. party to. Exactly. You can yeah, you want to vogue, too. Yeah. People were having a good-ass time. <laughs> It was yes, dope. Yeah. It was dope. But mm-hmm. um, before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you guys, what are your favorite music biopics? Mm. Top five. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be extra biased with this because one of my favorite artists is in this, Luke James. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going with the new edition story that came out last January in 2017. Yes. I love the way in which they presented it to us. It wasn't rushed. They took their time with it. Mm-hmm. And I love that the... Um, that the whole group was on board yeah. with everything that they See, said. See, that made it yes. more magical, made right? Made it more magical. And for more it to real. have, what, four to five or six members in the group and the, was it four parts, four, four, three or four parts, part series, they touched on everyone's different um, story mm-hmm. and they showed how it intertwined and I just absolutely love that. I know, they you did. were obsessed with, obsessed with obsessed, it. Obsessed, obsessed. You talked and about it for weeks. I, I did, I know. I was, <laughs> I was definitely, definitely that annoying you, did friend. did you see it? And I was like, no, it is. It, it took me a minute. It took me a minute to watch it. Yeah, it took me a minute to watch it. It took a snow it. It day long. for me to watch it. Oh my god! And they, and I, what was it like? Three parts? It yes. was three parts. It was like an hour and some change yeah. each. And I like, watched it with the whole family really? on a snow day. You know, my mom My mom has always been, like, a really, really big New Edition fan. So, like, I think I was excited already to see it. Uh-huh. And then the fact that Luke James in it, I was just like, oh, Lord, y'all know I am. Uh, let me call off of work. I know. We love <laughs> we love Luke James. We okay. actually got to meet yeah. him. It yes. was awesome meeting him. We met more people than we thought. I know. We just going to start just dropping names on here. All right. We got some stories. Soon come. Soon come. Soon come. Soon we all come. been to a lot of shows together. So, yeah. A lot of experiences. We'll have a story time. Yeah. So, so what are your other four? Oh, damn. 
I don't know if I've seen a lot of biopics. You, you see more than you thought. You think? You think I so? Promise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go with that. I'll go with Jackson Five. Okay. Biopic. I'll go with that. Aww. That's classic. Isn't Jason Weaver in there? Yeah. yeah. Where's he at? He was talented too. He can sing. Yeah, where's Jason, where you at? I'm only one call, call away. away. <laughs> um, Temptations, I guess. Um, I don't know. I feel like I haven't seen a lot. I'm going to stop there. Okay. I'm going to stop there. What you guys seen? Um... So I don't have these in order of like my favorite to <laughs> mm-hmm. least favorite, just mm-hmm. naming like five that I can remember like just vividly. <laughs> Definitely Ray. Yes. Mm, with uh, Jamie Foxx. I true. mean, I remember I, I went to the movie theaters with my family to see that movie. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, mm-hmm. oh, he's going to win that Oscar. Yeah, well-deserved. He's going to win it. Yeah. I read like a fun fact about that, that he, you know, he considers himself like a method actor as well. And mm-hmm. during that time, he like temporarily like sort of made himself blind so really? that he can get better familiar with his other senses mm-hmm. and get familiar with not being able to see all the time. I forget. I think they like put something in his eye, like mm-hmm. held his eye, mm-hmm. something like that. I forget the yeah. process. Probably like taped it down yeah. or something? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Just so that he can get familiar with not being able to see. He navigated around that way. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. I was like, okay. I mean, he was Ray yeah. Charles in that mm-hmm. movie. And like, he actually got to hang out with Ray Charles before yes. he died. Ray Charles died before the movie came out. Oh, did he? Yes. yes. He I died that, that same year the movie came out. And he wow. got to spend a lot of time with him before. So I'm sure that movie, the release of that was definitely more impactful too. Yeah, because for everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, what else? That was a great one. Of course, J-Lo and Selena. Yeah! Oh my god! Classic. Okay, I'm gonna add that to my list yeah. too. I mean, I only know, know about that story because of that cry, movie. So. For real, you cry. Yeah. And, and it's like, how many times have you seen that movie and you still cry? Yeah. I can't watch like, it. There's still. certain movies I can only watch once. This is true. I can't true. watch like Twelve she, years of slave. I that. gotta watch one. I did I not even try that watch ever <laughs> again. Didn't even try ever. There's those slave movies. I can only watch once. Yeah. I can't. Never. Michael Fassbender was one of my favorite actors, and then I saw Till, that and what? I said, "One of my favorite actors," and I said, "Nope, off the list." Oh, <laughs> damn, he was too good of an actor. Too good. Man. I mean, too Leo good. too, but I, I just fucking love Leo. Yeah. So yeah, he's lovable. <laughs> but Leo has such a range of movies, this and he's true. done so much that I this think we can see him as an actor Very and move true. on from Very it. True. Michael Fassbender, I mean, he's done a lot too, but not as much. Not as, as much. Yeah. I was just, and he, he just did it too well, and then his whole thing with Lupita, I just said, you know what? Nah. Yeah, you said never. <laughs> Off the list. Oh, done. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Damn. Um, I also loved uh, La Bamba. Oh my gosh, you have everything that's on my list. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought of another one. Sorry, 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 Um, Remember Nowhere Boy? I think we watched that in college. The John Legend? Oh, yeah. John Legend. John, John Lennon? John yeah. That yes, was yes, a good yes. movie yes, with yes. Um, Aaron um, Johnson. Yes, 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 yes. Why was I thinking Nicholas Holt? That was because <laughs> yeah, you know, kind of, <laughs> <laughs> he's similar, but you know, yeah, yes. all bay. <laughs> oh, that was good. That Aaron, was a good Aaron one. Aaron Johnson's also another great actor. Mm-hmm. He's, I think, he considers himself a method actor too. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm loving. They need to have a separate category for yeah. method actors. Y'all saw him in Nocturnal Animals? Not the no, special. I didn't. I mean, I'll, that's a movie I'll probably never watch again. Really? But um, it was good. The first. He, I think he was nominated for an award for that. Mm. Yeah. He's a great actor. But yeah, I'm, a, I'm throwing a nowhere boy on there. Okay, I'm done. Done. What um, else? <laughs> last one. I had, I had one that I loved. 
And I can't think of it right now. Well, I was going to say my one of one of my favorites was What's Love Got to Do With It. Yes, that is another one with Angela Bassett. <laughs> Who played Ike in that? I was trying to think um, of that. Morpheus. Who, um, Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Was it him? Did he play Ike? No. Play Ike? No. But right, no I was going to say, um, Nick Cannon came out recently saying mm-hmm. that he wished, I mean, you know, obviously all the horrible things that, you know, I did to right, Tina, right, right. but yeah. he said that that overshadows what a great musician Ike Turner was. Like no mm-hmm. one really, Honestly, like I nobody, know me no, one, no one really, he's like, no one has really divulged into what this man did for the music Is industry. Is he trying to start a biopic for Ike? I don't know. That's going to be controversial within itself because people are going to be like, how yeah. dare you? But that's the thing about <laughs> well, they like, would have to be honest about the relationship. Yeah, true. yeah, that's the thing about like things that happen outside of the music, right? True. We, I think we've had many conversations about perception of someone based outside. on things they've done outside of the music, and right. like, can we still listen? Yeah, right. I'm personally, I'm all about the music. I could give a, I mean, I to hate that. I don't want it to influence. Like, I just want to be about the music. I could, I don't want to hear about your. Yeah, your shit. Yeah. So you don't care about, like, I don't care what you did this weekend. Just give me the music. Me the yeah, music. like, can't, I mean, I missed that time where we didn't know so much. Like, I just mm-hmm. want to enjoy the music. Yeah. Like, back when we were growing, we didn't really know much didn't about really the artists. Much. We just took yeah. a map only, only, like, shit that you heard or, right. like, right. read somewhere. I but mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, like, always fascinated with artists' backstory, but the backstory in terms of how they got to where they are musically, mm-hmm. not necessarily, like, you know... Who they, whatever the fuck they doing. Who they fucking, who they doing. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Juicy, but you know, not necessary. Eight Mile. Eight Mile is good. Eight Mile's good. Eight Mile. Eight Mile's good. Okay, I'm going to say my, well, Quana said a lot of these already, Mm -hmm. but my favorite was What's Love Got to Do With It, Mm -hmm. Acting with Superb, Ray. Yes. Straight out of Compton. I thought that was was good. Very good. Learned a lot there. Selena. Mm Mm-hmm. I love La Bamba, mm-hmm. and I, I like. That too. I'm gonna throw y'all for a loop. Okay. I like Walk the Line. Walk the oh, Line. Yeah, that's that was a good, good movie with uh, uh, Reese Witherspoon, yeah. Johnny Cash. Cash yeah. Was that Joaquin? Yes, yes Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix, 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 and Reese Witherspoon. Yes, I thought life. that was really, that was really. I lo- I don't care that who was it's about. Nominated for an Oscar. Was it was. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, it was. I think Reese did an amazing. She always does. I mean, and then and him too. Like they did. It was just an a dope. Dope performance. Wasn't he a rapper at one point? <laughs> <laughs> didn't he? Didn't, didn't he do that? He did that. A lot of these did that. They did that. Yeah, he for a while he had a rap career. I mean, he had a he had it a was short lived. Life, so, uh, it was short lived, as it should have been. Yes. <laughs> yes. I have one question for yes. you guys. Yes. 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 So we. Briefly brought up the Nina Simone mm. movie, um, which I did not watch. Um, and we're talking about the one where Zoe Saldana uh, plays Nina Simone. Is that on Netflix? Netflix said no. Nope. I don't know. <laughs> well, the check. Nina Simone um, documentary is, and that oh, real, is yes. oh, okay, that okay. is amazing. Gotcha. I watched that. I didn't watch the movie, and her like getting back scene, you know, footage of her mm. and her creating music and leading up to when she was having all those um, psychological issues, mm-hmm. and like her daughter speaking about her mm. and all her um, things that she's done for the community, and I think that's more beautiful to watch than the actual yeah. movie. 
What you think? Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't watch the movie, but you mm-hmm. know, I just remember hearing about all the casting controversy and mm-hmm. all and all that and all that. And Zoe painting her face. Yeah, basically they put her in blackface. I know they want to call it makeup. No, no, that, no. That was you definitely put, stop blackface. trying to I'm like sorry. change the word. You put her in blackface and you put her in prosthetic. Like you gave her prosthetic nose and like things to make her look more like Nina Simone. Um, so I get that people will pull in a big name actor to these movies because they think, oh, Zoe Saldana, you know, people love her. People mm-hmm. are going to come see the movie just because it's her name attached to mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. But where where do we start caring about the actual story? And not about the actor? And, well, yeah, not just about the name and the money. But making sure that the yeah, story but is like, authentic. How many, like... Dark-skinned black women actresses okay. are out mm-hmm. here okay. who could have played in the movie, mm-hmm. who could have done a great. I mean, Nina Simone sang about the way she looked. That All was the a time. part of her. All the time. Music is. I look like this. My skin is black. Mm-hmm. Like my hair is. You know, like right. she's saying about that. So to have. I, I mean, I, I would have turned it down if I was always. I would have turned. I would have turned, 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 turned it down. down. I would have turned it down too. Especially her being in the industry all the time and going on auditions or whatever. She yeah. should have already known. Mm-hmm. You know what that I mean? That it was going to be backlash I mean, in a sense. And I'm sure just... you don't take a movie, even if you know there's going to be backlash. If you really want a movie and they offer it to you, okay, fine. Right. But out of just like, I don't know. Just respect for the storytelling. I would have been like, y'all want me to play Nina Simone? I mean, imagine what? having to go into the makeup chair for them to put the prosthetics on. That process yes. alone, you got prosthetics take a long time. Yeah. So just knowing that they have to go through these depths just to make, I would have been like, all right, guys, it's ain't this. And you could have just yeah. gotten. Yeah. Crazy. They could have yeah. used, I mean, I don't know what everyone's schedule was. They, they could have used someone like Denai mm-hmm. or like Denai Guerra yeah. or like Well, people were, else. people on like Twitter were naming actresses <laughs> that could have. And it was a long list. Or get Dozens. someone, or get someone who's no name and yeah. give them that I opportunity that. to shine. I feel like it's, it's beautiful that way. Yeah. And especially someone who has the actual features. That's why I like watching the Roxanne, Roxanne mm-hmm. yes. uh, movie because the, they look very similar. They look very similar. And mm-hmm. she, t- she spoke about that in the interview. She's like, I liked her because even even though she may be a little bit lighter than me, her features were the we're same as same. mine. So that made it more authentic. Mm-hmm. It made it more real. And mm-hmm. she studied the rapping. So she made like, she looked like, you know, Roxanne Shante. Yeah. And she sounded like her too. Yeah. Gotcha. So. I don't, yeah. 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 I think, yeah, I think casting wise, people got to take consideration. And then also for, from the actor's perspective, they have to understand how, because again, this is going to be another movie that you have to add to your portfolio, your catalog, and you yeah. want to always be proud of the work that you're presenting because your name is attached to this. Right. So I think that's something that they got to make sure that they're Incredible. taking into consideration. I agree. Yeah. Well, all mm-hmm. great, great thoughts. Absolutely. Yes. Great discussion, ladies. Great discussion. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Well, until next time, this has been V's from the Chicks. Yes. Shout out again to Newark Radio. Thank you for hosting us. Yes, thank you. We really appreciate it. Yeah. We officially out. I know. (laughs) We out ya. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.